For sports content from the biggest leagues and competitions across the world, look no further than Reuters Connect, Reuters online news content platform. Reuters Connect makes finding the sports content you need easy, whether it's in-depth reporting from Reuters journalists or access to video highlights from around the world. Bring the world of sport directly to your workplace with Reuters Connect. For more information and a free trial, visit ReutersConnect.com. Welcome to Keeping Score. I'm Rick Haro. Each week, we bring you insights from the playmakers, dealmakers, and rulemakers in the world of sports. I'll give you my take on some of the items of the week using my 30 years of experience doing deals for teams, leagues, and players. Plus, we'll talk with a central figure in the sports world. The views expressed in this podcast are my own and do not represent the views of Reuters. Let's get started. Sports Professor Riccaro, inside the $1.3 trillion business of sports, and we are keeping score. Hard to believe that another golf major is over competing with the NFL and college football in North America for time. NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, and all other major sports that could be televised are being televised with significant rights fees, streaming, increased ratings, all fueling the fire of an unexpected and more welcomed bridge to financial viability post-pandemic. And in that context, we look at the deals three to one. Three. The NFL season kickoff having advertising industry reasons to rejoice after months of disruption related to the pandemic and civil unrest. Media companies and marketing executives, according to the New York Times, looking forward to a pro football boost in TV ratings amid uncertainty in other pro and college sports leagues over how their seasons will proceed. NBC reports that it sold out ad space for their season opening game between the Chiefs and Texans. The 32nd commercial, about 900 grand. Football tends to be far more attractive to advertisers than basketball, baseball, and hockey combined, according to research from Cantar Media. The 2019 football regular season playoffs and playoffs and Super Bowl generated about $4.3 billion in ad revenue last year for CBS, Fox, and NBC. Nearly $200 million coming in the first week. Broadcast rights contracts expiring next season. Analysts predicted the new contracts would be gigantic increases for the upcoming cycle. An estimated annual NFL price tag, about $8.8 billion from its current $5.6 billion. And it keeps getting larger and larger and larger fueling the economics of sports. Two. A new privately funded IndyCar race looks to rev up in Nashville. Sports Business Journal notes that starting a new street race is costly and complex in normal times, let alone during COVID. But Music City Grand Prix organizers are looking at it as a way to help jumpstart Nashville's economy next year. The NTT IndyCar Series announced a new three-year deal with the street race organizers last week. The inaugural event slated for early August 2021. While the race will certainly involve the Titans Nissan Stadium, the early August date has been slotted in in part to avoid any conflicts with that stadium. However, steamy early August was one of Nashville's slowest times for tourists and residents alike, and press reports indicate that local businesses were enthusiastically supportive of bringing the street race to town, though. One restaurant owner was quoted as saying he's so desperate for business, he welcomed an elephant race, let alone an IndyCar race. New event marks the first race has been added to IndyCar's schedule since Roger Penske brought the, bought the series earlier this year. And that's 
Deal number two. One. NBC Universal testing a new measurement program, letting advertisers compare the sales they've achieved versus how many people they reached. Total investment impact tracks the ads running on NBCU and elsewhere, as well as non-advertising factors and evaluates ads versus product sales. The real value of total investment impact lies within the continuous learning model, uh, certainly people are saying. Once put into motion for an advertiser, the results from each NBCU campaign are used to build outcome-driven plans based on the latest model results. The perpetual learning and optimization method allows clients to make every marketing dollar go further and attain higher ROI plans across the board. Honda, a partner with the tool's beta launch, and NBC Universal plans to hold discussions with other advertisers in the fourth quarter of 2020, long overdue. Remember, it's not people only watching at home. It's people watching on all devices in all contexts. This is a major step in the right direction planned over a long period of time. Golf, golf, golf. Congratulations to Bryson DeChambeau and his, let's put it this way, unconventional approach to golf. That may add to the intrigue long term, but short term, best ratings we've seen in a long time. The FedEx Cup title, the last mega event before the U.S. Open, averaged about 4 million viewers to see Dustin Johnson wrap it up, up from 2.3 million for Rory's win last year, down from 5.9 with Tiger, but who wouldn't be? And as far as retail is concerned, U.S. hit an all-time record of 389 million in June, and they continue to increase, clearly. Ratings up, rounds up 14%. Retail up, socially distanced sport, even if six foot putts isn't the way to go. I found out I tried that ruse and it didn't work. But crowds just coming back. We're bringing back Ken Kennerly, the executive vice president of Pro Links and the executive director of the Honda Classic, one of the biggest events on tour. That company runs the Samford event, the senior champions event in South Dakota. He just got back from the first event where it was really full crowds. He's got some perspective that is not only important for golf, but also important as we enter into our next phase of post-COVID sports development, how to get crowds back. Here's Ken Kennerly. One of the things that our national audience certainly wants to hear about is your experience in South Dakota. You just got back from the Sanford the Senior event. And the reason why that's so important to us long-term as sports are back and sports are back on TV and people are accepting crowdless golf. Uh, but you have a different perspective on this. There were full crowds at that event in South Dakota. So talk a little bit about that and your experience. Well, thanks, Rick. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was wonderful. I mean, look, at, you know, COVID came, right? Players shut down. The world shut down. PJ Tour restarted uh, in the June. And, you know, this was the first uh, event with fans. Uh, the Sanford International up in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Great, great event. Uh, it's a great event normally, but it was even uh, better, Rick, because obviously the spotlight was on the event. It was great to see fans. For those people that did watch it last week, it was it was terrific. Um, you know, it was cold weather early week. Uh, I got in there on Wednesday. Uh, players were great. There were, there were no fans Wednesday and Thursday because, again, it was we were trying to keep, you know, the players are in the bubble. And, you know, when you're in the bubble, you're trying not to interact with people outside of the bubble. 
But Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, we, we were full on. I mean, there was there were no restrictions. South Dakota as a state um, obviously has not had the, uh, the negative impact that other states have endured. The governor, I met with Governor Nome as well, Christy Nome. She uh, is terrific. Um, and again, Sanford Health. So here, you've got a healthcare company at the title at the top of this event, the only event. They were very bullish. South Dakota generally, as I said, is pretty wide open. Uh, we see all of their ads on Fox News and other networks that they're, they're spending, you know, a few million dollars probably, Rick, on promoting the state of South Dakota, promoting the fact that the state is open. It's the quality of life is there, the family values, et cetera, et cetera. So it's just great to see. And, you know, uh, weather Friday was rainy, so we didn't have the uh, the uh, plethora of spectators that we normally would on, on, on Friday. But Saturday was sunny uh, in the afternoon, and Sunday was a beautiful day. You know, about 72, 3 degrees. We had 15,000 fans alone on Sunday. And again, as I said earlier, for those people that did watch the tournament, it was great, great to see fans. It was great to hear the cheers. I spoke to just about every player there. And as you can imagine, they were thrilled. I mean, they get, they derive so much energy from uh, from spectators and fans. And you know, they had a great champion in Miguel Angel Jimenez, a great leaderboard with you know Freddie Couples and Darren Clark and Bernhard Langer and you know so many other great champions. And it was just really refreshing, Rick. It was great to see. And to to, to your well, point, I mean, you know, sports has come back, right? And and here it is. Here was one example, and uh, you know, it was just terrific. Well, and from a business perspective, and this is an international audience that we've got, and you're, uh, you're a, uh, you know, I've never, and I mean this fondly, I have never referred to you before as a, as a guinea pig, but, but it does fit in this context because, you know, the, the, <laughs> you, 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 this is not every single fan who could go should be back at this, but this is pretty different than your, 2,000 fans at the Indianapolis Colts game or even the 13,000 fans at a Miami Dolphins game. This is all in. So what kind of protocols, where was the temperature testing, you know, kind of walk us through the safety measures that made you feel safe and players feel safe and the fans feel safe? Yeah, so, no, great point, right? So all the players, uh, the pro-am participants, including myself, I didn't play in the pro-am, but anyone that was, quote, inside the bubble, had to get tested in advance. So, you know, I landed Wednesday. I, I got tested Wednesday night, obviously tested negative. All the players, all the pro-am uh, participants tested negative. And then every day when we came to the course, they took our temperature. So I couldn't get into, even onto the property until my temperature was taken. And then for the general public, Rick, on Friday to Sunday, at the entrance, everyone's temperature was also taken. Uh, the local news agencies were making sure they were flagging up you know, all the proper uh, protocols, you know, if you're not well, don't show up, you know, wear a mask if you like. I mean, masks were, were optional, really. I hate to say it, but in a way they were optional. Um, but a lot of people had masks on. We had proper social distancing in all the bleachers. We had, you know, stickers on chairs and bleachers asking people to sit six feet apart. For the most part, everyone adhered to the rules. Um, but, of course, there are always some that, that didn't. But, you know, I, I think a lot of that is the nature of South Dakota. Uh, they had a big bike rally in Sturgis, uh, you know, some people, some alarmists said they had tremendous outbreak of coronavirus cases, which was not the case. I think they had a couple hundred cases out of 250,000 people that showed up. Um, but yeah, proper protocols, the ropes, the players, the players were about another 10 feet away from the spectators. 
all family members of players, including Jack and Barbara Nicholas, were up there. They had a great legend series with Jack and with Hale Irwin, Tony Jacklin, and Andy North. They had a nine-hole skins game on Saturday afternoon. But even when Jack was there following Gary, his son, with Barbara, they were inside the ropes. The PGA Tour insisted that everybody watching the players, everyone inside the bubble was also inside the ropes walking um, so they don't interact, if you will, with people outside the bubble. So, you know, a lot of the protocols were in place. Uh, they were adhered to. Um, overall, very, very successful. And uh, just a credit to Sanford Health and a credit to uh, South Dakota and Governor Nome. The idea of fans waiting much longer at an entrance before they can get in was not new. I mean, after September 11, take a look at how uh, people have accepted security pat-downs and checks as a condition for getting into games, especially special events, you know, two hours early for Super Bowls. Do we think that this is going to be the order of the day now when fans get back in? And remember, this is people wear masks or not on this, but remember, th- these, are, these are outside events. These are not inside arenas. So that's another thing you gotta, uh, we ought to remember. But is this, is this the beginning of the, of the future where we are going to have fans at golf events? They're going to have to be prepared to wait a while because they need to be checked healthy before they can get inside the grounds? I don't think a while is probably the right word, Rick. I think, you know, no doubt there'll be a, a little bit of a delay, and I think it also comes down to the number of fans uh, showing up at the, at, at, you know, whatever time they show up. You know, in football and everything else, for the most part, you know, 90% of your crowd showing up at the same time. You know, in golf, you know, you're going to show up anywhere from 6 a.m. all the way through 2 in the afternoon, so it is going to be spread out. And in the, the, in the Sanford International event, while it's a PGA Tour Champions event, the crowds were good. You know, they weren't, all due respect, they weren't the Honda Classic crowds or certainly some of the other big crowds. But, you know, as we fast forward a little bit to the Honda and to your question, look, more than likely we're going to be taking temperature checks by then. Who knows? You know, we have magnometers now. We, we met with a company uh, earlier this week that uh, has those walk-through magnometers that actually take your temperature as well. I was at Hilton Head for one of the first events with no fans earlier this year. As you know, that was delayed to June. And they had uh, machines set up at the entrance for the volunteers and for people, you know, the the marshals and everybody else, not the fans. They had no fans. But they were taking your temperature right away. You didn't even know they were taking your temperature. And they would only stop you if, of course, it indicated that you had a high fever. So I think it'll be be a little bit of a delay, Rick, but I don't think it's going to be significant. Golf retail equipment in the U.S. on all-time monthly record in July, about $389 million, says Golf Data Tech, uh, beating the previous record in 2007. And it jumped uh, in June, 14%, jumped even higher. Obviously, perfect outdoor social distancing, recreational activity. uh, People are out and about. Were you uh, as as, uh, uh, bullish about people returning to golf when all of the restrictions were lifted, let's say, in April and May, because it's happened well. And then part B to that question is, you know, social distancing is really important. So I've said to everybody that you've agreed that six feet and in for putts is good because of social distancing. (laughs) Is that correct? That's all part of the uh, the new USGA Rick Harrow rules, uh, <laughs> asterisk Rick Harrow rules. But uh, you know what? It's it's just great to see. I had a uh, call earlier uh, with uh, earlier this week with Fairway and Green, one of our great apparel partners, and you know their sales have really been successful. We've seen uh, you know in South Florida, Martin County never really closed down. So 
what we've seen in the game of golf, and I spent a lot of time, as you know, Rick, with Joe Bettitz, who's not only on our board, but he's also the CEO of the National Golf Foundation. Um, you know, the, the, the numbers are going through the roof. I mean, there are people playing the game that haven't played in a number of years. There are more new people that are playing the game, which is great to see. And it, it, it's a shame that it took COVID to help grow this, this great game of golf. But there are more people out there playing, Rick. The courses are packed, private and public are packed. And, um, you know, while, you know, one person in a cart, most locations, uh, people are walking, people are having a great time, and it's just great to see. So I'm not surprised at all by the uh, by the figures you just gave us. Ken Kennerly with some very interesting perspectives on crowds that everybody in sports can use as guides in the future. The Sports Tech Minute. Grace Note and Nielsen Company has launched Grace Note streaming sports catalogs, enabling TV providers to connect fans to live games and related content available across different OTT sources. The data solution makes sports contests easily and content easily searchable and discoverable across previously siloed TV platforms, services, and devices. While increasing consumer choice, the rapid rise of sports-driven OTT services is making it ever more challenging for sports fans to find and watch their favorite teams play. The breakthrough streaming sports catalog solution allows TV providers to connect sports programming to its most fervent fans in a simple way that enables powerful new engagement opportunities. The new catalogs will also draw more millennial and Gen Z sports fans to streaming sports content and serve as a valuable tool for helping to capture those important demographics. We've said time and time again that the real key is not just the content on devices, but linking it back to fans, season tickets, and the like. And that's your Sports Tech Minute. The Good Sports Minute, as we've done consistently throughout the pandemic, it's not just one, it's a collection of a few. The International Tennis Federation rebranded the Fed Cup, and it'll now be known as the Billie Jean Cup by BMP Paribas. Special Olympics Georgia has all its ducks in a row, fully 10,000 rubber ducks, used in Special Olympics Georgia's 15th annual Duck Pluck Fundraiser. They've raised significant dollars for the 26,000 Special Olympics Georgia athletes. Play Fies announced the largest ever scholarship pool in high school esports history, giving students across the country access to over $600,000 in subscribers. Sunday saw 4,000 in PATs and field goals help launch the Bolt Academy. Uh, kicker Michael Badgley with the Chargers, consistent new sports stadium, Chargers, Renaissance, and good charity. And finally, Harris Blitzer, sports and entertainment owner of the Sixers and New Jersey Devils, hired David Gould as the organization's first chief diversity and impact officer. The company's plan also aims to increase diversity and inclusion across HBSE platforms. And that's your Good Sports Minute. Finally, the Lifestyle Minute. Enid Viana, lifestyle expert and wellness writer, the editor of two websites, the evsocial.com and hamptonsmom.com, addresses all things family on Long Island's magical East End, also contributes content to various magazines and websites, Hamptons Magazine, Art Sugar, dot com etc today an interesting perspective in the world so instead of the macy's thanksgiving day parade this year your childhood memories will now be replaced by a tupac like to flip it and reverse it as much as the next micro generational but i'm just not sure how much we can take 2020 rbg is gone now and you're all telling me that the entire macy's thanksgiving parade 
It just manifested into a two-pack hologram. Say, say what? Yeah, I'm straight bugging. And as a kid of the 80s that grew up in New York, a few things make you feel like home not many more than the annual Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Anyone thinking the coronavirus is a hoax really has some explaining to do, Ricky Ricardo and Lucille Ball style. Pluto's in retrograde, and I think before the point in 2020, you may have called me an old head, she says, but now you want to know more, don't you? Yeah, I know, honestly, I need sage for my sage, and I'm trying to just smudge 2020 in general. Sage on the commodities index, what about Palo Santo? Let me get Mortimer Duke on the horn, and I have to control alt device this year, because I just can't. Seriously, 2020. With all this talk these days about mindfulness, will the two-pack Coachella effect be enough of a panacea? What's the human threshold for this? I guess there's only one way to find out. And as a lover of technology, I can't say I'm not intrigued, she says. What will the specialty vehicles be? Is it the zombie apocalypse? New Yorkers, how much more can we take? The entire country will need a social-emotional learning course after this year. Yeesh. How about Tony Robbins? Well, Okay, now to make Tupac Coachella abs appear on everyone now, we're on to some next-level things. Think about it. Enid Vienna, again, the Lifestyle Minute, the Thanksgiving Day Parade, in a perspective you probably hadn't heard before. That's it for this edition of Keeping Score. We'd like to thank Ken Kennerly, Enid Vienna, and all of those who contributed to it. And join us next week when we go to Keeping Score again with the bigger issues of sports, business, and lifestyle getting bigger every single day. Action Images is the global multimedia sports agency of Reuters. Leagues, teams, and federations around the world rely on Action Images to create, distribute, and monetize their content. Action Images' global footprint means sports media expertise is never far away. For more information, visit actionimages.com.